Welcome to Book Shrine. I'm Mary. I'm Lalik, and this is your weekly review. General disclaimer here, while we do try to keep spoilers to a minimum, you may incur some spoilers during the episode. Please proceed with caution. Thank you for joining us this week as we talk about our latest reads and determine if they're worthy enough to be placed on our shrine. Let's get to it. This week, I think you are going to love this one. All right. What, is, what am I going to love? You are going to love the origin of the Black Canary. So it's called the Black Canary. Well, there's no book. It's called Black Canary Breaking Silence by Alexandra Monier. Okay. I like it already. I know. (laughs) (laughs) The synopsis. All right, ready. Dinah Lance's voice is her weapon. Dinah was eight years old when she overheard the impossible, the sound of a girl singing. It was something she was never meant to hear, not in her lifetime and not in Gotham City, taken over by a vicious patriarchal court of owls. The sinister organization rules Gotham City as a dictatorship, and has stripped women of everything, their right to work, to make music, to learn, to be free. With everyone around her silenced, she must fight to step up and stand out. Now 17, Dinah can't forget that haunting sound, and she's beginning to discover that her own voice is just as powerful. But singing is forbidden, a one-way route to a certain death sentence. Fighting to balance her father's desire to keep her safe, a blossoming romance with a mysterious new student, Oliver Queen, and her own need to help other women and girls rise up. Dinah wonders if her song will finally be heard, and will her voice be powerful enough to destroy the Court of Owls once and for all? In a near-future world where women have no rights, Black Canary won't hesitate to use everything she has, including her song, to fight back. I mean, that was a good problem. There's... A slightly different one on Goodreads. Now, oh, not again. Look, I'm at this point, I'm guessing that this is common. This is like the third time, I think, that we've had this happen. So I'm going to go with this is something that just happens. It's a common occurrence. And to be fair, it's not that bad. Huh. That one says seven years old. This one says eight. I wonder what 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 difference that year made. Hold on, what do I have in my notes? I don't know. I think I have seven. Ooh, okay. I have to find this now. How am I supposed to find this? Maybe they mentioned age in the beginning of the book. Yeah, but I mean, I don't know now. I really don't. Okay, well, that is something to think about. Is that the only thing that's different? So, it just was a little different. It does, in this one, says, the Sinister Organization rules Gotham as a patriarchal dictatorship. Mm -hmm. So, they they have an emphasis on, you know, what type of dictatorship here. I said that. Oh, I thought you just said dictatorship. Yeah. I feel like I said the word patriarchal, did I not? I don't recall. But this was oh, Yeah, I did. Taken over by the vicious patriarchal court of owls. Oh, okay. So they just placed it in a different spot. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, well, I guess that's the same. There was an extra bit at the 
oh, here, you said their right to work, to make music, to learn, to be free. But it doesn't mention that here. Um, it just says all the while spreading their influence like a virus across the globe. Very 2020. Wait, what? Where does that say? On Goodreads. So yours says the organization strips women of everything. And this one says the organization rules Gotham and spreads their influence like a virus. It doesn't mention the handmaiden type stuff. Weird. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know why. I'm just very confused about the whole age thing now that I somehow mistakenly write age seven in my notes because I read the Goodreads somehow. I don't or... know. Or is just a typo on the synopsis on this specific book? Well, it's also because on Amazon. Amazon says eight? Yes. Oh, okay. So it's not just me. No. Okay, well, you know, I'm not surprised anymore. Yeah, I would say these things are weird. I don't understand it, but whatever. Yeah, whatever. Look, I would say there's about a decade from when she heard. And I don't think it makes a difference. No. I don't, if it's I don't know. Seven it years or eight years. No, I don't think it would either, because it doesn't seem like they're that the story has Revolve that much that. Fun, focus on her at seven or eight. Um, not that you've told me anything about the story, but just from the synopsis, it seems like there's a there's little where we see this seven or eight year old, and then we go on into the the seventeen year old. Yeah, it's just mostly like they're mostly kind of flashbacks rather than us seeing her as eight. Oh, okay. Or seven. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Then yeah, that makes perfect sense. Okay, let's go over the cover because I Beautiful. like this cover. Yeah. Describe the cover. The cover. Let's see. It is a woman with tape over her mouth. Mm-hmm. And is that a, I'm guessing it's a canary, but it's some type of bird. I'm going to go with canary using my context clues. <laughs> I'm sorry, I was going to be like eagle. <laughs> but yes, it's a canary. And the girl, the shading or whatever is pink and blue. I like that. Her jacket's blue. Yeah, that pink is amazing. I'm, I Her hair, I, I don't know. I figure her hair is blonde in the book. I don't know. Even though in the TV show, it's dark. Uh, oh my god, I have no idea about her. You know what's funny? I don't know her description. I don't think she's blonde, no. She's brunette. Well, in the show she is, but she just... it just because of the, the cover, it just looks... Like blonde? Like she would be blonde. Because look, you see her eyebrows are dark. So see, she can't be blonde. Why couldn't she be blonde? Because her see, eyebrows are dark. We see that horrible combination all the time. Because those hair are, like, the blonde is fake. I mean, well, yeah, it would be a fake blonde, but I mean, blonde. But she's 17. I, I, you know what I mean? She's not dyeing her hair yet. Says who? Says me. This, this is not <laughs> has no rights. Uh, well, yeah, I get, I mean, who, so, no, I don't know, I guess. You want to know about the story? Yeah, I do, because I, I. Don't know much about the world. <laughs> yeah, okay, so the world. Like, let's talk about the world she lives in. So this is about, like, 20 years after Batman is dead. Oh, he died. Okay. Well, yeah. Like, um, he's dead. <laughs> and the co- 
And the Court of Owls are the one who have taken over. You know who the Court of Owls is? Nope. Owls are. So they're the descendants of the penguin. I was going to say penguin, but I'm like, so what happened to the penguin? Did Batman kill him? He's dead too. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm, so yes. this is book five in the series, guys. Yeah, but I don't think I don't think they have anything to do with each other. I think they're just standalones. But they're they're in a world, the same world, right? Batman died. We yeah, probably but, learned that in Batman's book. Does he have? A but book? Batman could have grown old and died, and then this is twenty years after, and the bad people are the ones who took over. I mean, I'm not saying that this book tells us how Batman died. I'm just saying this is the same world or universe. Okay, let's just start. So Batman is dead. This is 20 years after Batman's dead. And the Court of Owls are now taken over. Not only have they taken over, they've taken the woman's voices, like physically, pretty much. There's this place called Arkham? 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 Yeah. How say it? <laughs> Arkham? Yes. Okay, listen. There's a KH, okay? <laughs> K-H in my language is a kh. <laughs> yeah. Anyways. So Arkham used to be um, a prison where they held the city's most dangerous criminals. But now the court uses it to torture anyone who goes and rebels against them or opposes them. And they have their assassins who are talons. Do you know anything about the talons? Nope. So the talons are seven feet monsters. They have these big muscles and they wear a mask that makes them kind of resemble half men and half bird-like avian. Mm. And they have this jagged beaks and big yellow eyes. And then they have steel-plated gloves that turns into like their fingers are claws. And then the Court of Owls also use this um, serum called Electrum that helps the talents get even like stronger and they have the capabilities to heal, to instantly heal. So they're really, really hard to kill. So those are, the the talents are the ones that are doing their duties of looking over. If somebody's rebelling, then they have them to deal with. So the first offense, if they were caught, it's usually like leaving a bloody mask of owl on their doorstep where it lets everybody know, hey, this family messed up. Or their whatever, you know, like shame. But then the second would either be they're sent to Arkham for to get like tortured, or they are gonna die by talent. I see. Any questions? No. Okay. She's now 17. She goes to high school. And even in high school, they're so like messed up and brainwashed. So, and, and I did kind of write a quote from like page 26 where the teacher's teaching in class where she says, Gotham City in this quote-unquote kumbaya age of superheroes fa- failed dramatically on the world's economic stage. Incomes plummeted and local businesses barely held on. Meanwhile, women's rights movement led to looser morals and declining numbers of marriages and births. So that's why, like, that's something that they brainwash people. Like, we have to control the woman because looser morals are declining the numbers of marriage and births. Of course. Always blaming women. Yeah, always controlling women. So then at this point is 17, like I said, she's in high school. 
and she has a friend, uh, uh, one girlfriend, one guy friend, and then there's Ollie Oliver, who Oliver Queen, I should say, for people who don't know, uh, who just moved in from California. I think it said California. Now that I'm tripping about it, like, because of Starling City. I'm say, did you, are you sure it's not Starling City? Or I National don't City? know at this point. I am so confused about everything in my life. Oh. Uh, where's Ollie? Hold on. Okay, so I do want to correct that it's not Starling City in this. It's Star City. However, Star City is in California. Just like I believe Gotham is in New York. I actually read a article um, that was listing where the DC places are, like what places are actually, you know, where did they base them off of? And one of them was Chicago, but I can't remember where, which one that was. I want to say it was Metropolis because I always thought Metropolis was okay. New York and I was so confused. Okay. I want to argue that though. What do we argue? Why is it why is it Supergirl using LA's skyline as metro not metro no never mind she's not a metropolis. No, she's a natural city. Yeah, but she's not that far from metropolis. Well, I don't think it matters what where they are. I think they just use those cities as like inspiration. Well, in this one, Gotham feels New York. I've always thought. Honestly, I've always thought everything was New York to be to be quite fair. <laughs> Anyways, to confirm, Oliver moves from California, Star City, California, to Gotham City after his parents are die, and Ali the did apparently spend a whole year on an island, but not because of what happens in Arrow. No, oh, you mean in the show Arrow. Yes, did you? I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have imagined that uh, the author would have tied it in with the with the TV show. DC doesn't know how to tie anything together. I understand, but I feel like this book really portrayed the characters from the show on CW. Well, like I could imagine them, including the father. I like you know what I mean. Like it just felt real. I think, Not when I say real, I mean like the show. <laughs> I think that speaks more to the characters have very specific personalities and traits and things that just need to be there for them to be themselves. And I think that except, means that the writers... What? Except the fact that you would ex expect Ollie to be a playboy, right? Because I remember in Smallville, that's kind of how he was. Oh, was he? I don't remember him as Smallville. I know he was in there, but I don't remember him. I don't know. I don't know anymore. Well, I, I, the thing is, though, I think, I think the characters, I think whenever we see these adaptations, everybody gets the characters kind of right, at least from what I'm seeing, or at least what I know of the character. Because, like, I didn't read any of the comics. I'm not, yeah. like, it's not like I hate comics. I just never been into reading them. So I yeah. can't tell you what the comic books have that corresponds with the TV shows and movies. Yeah, I can't. I can't really tell you what's canon and what's not, to be honest with you. And and that's the thing, though. With comic books, canon changes based on who is doing it. That's why there are so many universes, because everybody does their characters different. Yeah. Yeah, like, so I, 
I, it just depends on how you want to write them. So I don't think there's ever really a wrong or a right way. Although, I mean, if you ask the comic book fanboys, they probably would say I'm wrong. But uh, I wouldn't know. Yeah. So I'm just going to pretend you're right. <laughs> well, at least I have <laughs> someone on my side. Anytime. Well, okay. So she she meets Oliver. Yeah, she meets Oliver. Oliver's parents have died, so he moved in with his uncle. Um, but he does have ties with his parents, had ties with the Court of Owls. Yeah, that makes sense. So, so she doesn't really trust him. Yep, I wouldn't either. Yeah, I mean, who would? He's just hot. That's about it. So then her and her friends are set out. Well, actually, that's like literally the beginning of the book, where she's going to this old opera house that's closed down because she believes that they have the secret to the voices or the voices are hidden back there or something along those lines and she has to go find it and that was her first offense by the way hmm. so this is all the beginning like how many how many pages are you thinking is that oh that's literally the beginning when she breaks into the opera house like that's how it starts. And how much more, like, of the story is there? Well, the whole story is trying to figure out who she is, what's what the voice she heard, why are the women, where are the voices, and also, like, trying not to die by the talents and trying not to be sent to Arkham. That's interesting. Hmm? How big is this book? So it is 287 pages. Really? That's interesting that it's 287 pages because, you know, on... um, What is Goodreads telling you now? (laughs) (laughs) On Goodreads, it says 384 for the hardcover, and on Amazon, it says 352. And I've always wondered if that's the, like, all pages, or if that's just the story is written on those pages. So now I know if I'm, like, trying to figure out how long a book is, I should take 60 pages off? You know what I think it is? I got this book in Beacon Book Box, and it could be a different cover, a different edition, so therefore it has different type amounts of pages. Yeah, and also that could explain why the... It doesn't match the rest of the series that I ended up buying and I'm very upset about. Yes. Well... You know, you'll get over that. <laughs> I will not. I'm going to end up buying one. <laughs> okay. Well, more books for your bookshelf. <laughs> how long does how long did this one take you to read? I would say three days. How, how did you keep up with the with where you were? Like, how, how do you handle that? So I used to use anything really to mark my pages. But now I just found this a wonderful Etsy shop where I get my bookmarks from. So the Etsy shop is Missy Inkblot's shop, and she actually hand makes all her bookmarks. I have like quite a few of them. I say about six. One of them is like unicorn and rainbows, and I so it's so cute. I love it so much. The other one's like the moon phases, which if you know me, well, you know me. How many times do I tell you look outside for the moon? Yes. Please look. The entire reason I bought us <laughs> moons. Yeah, and another one's like shaped with a coffin and it has bats on it. It's really, really interesting. I think 
if you love to read and you like bookmarks, you should definitely go on Etsy and check out her shop. Missy Ink Blocks Shop. Yes. Oh, that's pretty cool. I like Etsy. There's a lot of like different things on there. I actually got a mask or a costume, like a like one that sticks on your face. Like self care kind of mask? <laughs> no, like a costume <laughs> mask. Like the eyepiece for Umbrella Academy. Hmm. Yeah. I still need to see that. <laughs> yes, you should you should probably watch that. Probably you probably don't wanna admit that, but now people know you are lame. I prefer to read books. You can read the graphic novel. I know, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> I should just shush. See? <laughs> okay, back, back to this book. So what, what else is worth mentioning here? I mean, there seems to be a lot in the Missing? book. What? Yeah, no, I'm, I said missing. It's because there's a lot that I can't really explain because it's her journey to find those out. So if I really tell you, then why are you reading the book? Yeah, no, and I and I totally understand that. So I won't even try to get more out of you. <laughs> Just like, what about something that was like an important takeaway or something? Like what 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 do you have? What would I have to look forward to if I was to read the book? I mean, I think the 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 power within women and how women kind of band together to to take care of this patriarchal System. dictatorship that there, yeah, yeah. So it just, I think it's very powerful, especially for women. I think it's a very powerful story to actually read, and it's YA, so it's it's really aimed for younger. I mean. Anybody can read it because I'm not younger, but it's just, I think it's a great motivational story. Yeah, I think Amazon would sucks. It sucks. Well, it sucks because you're they're under the control of patriarch. Oh. Patriarchy. Well, I was going to say, I think Amazon would, would agree with you because it has reading age 12 to 17, grade 7 through 9. Yeah, see? <laughs> I didn't realize it was that young, but... <laughs> I liked it. <laughs> I think that's good, though, that, you know, even older readers can can relate, can understand, can enjoy the book. Yeah. Um. I mean, you have to put aside the fact that it's YA. Like, you have to know it's YA. So you can't really judge it like it's an adult story. You know what I mean? But can't you, though? Yeah, no. No, because I'm not going to sit here and be like oh that romance is too quick or whatever because it's YA that's how YA works exactly I've never really understood what exactly YA was and why you seem so against it it's not not that they're against it I just think that it's more for children but I mean hello Harry Potter is YA is it? yeah it's for for like 10 year olds I I don't know how well, to be fair, my first venture into Harry Potter um, was when I was in elementary school. The The school's librarian was yeah, see? really into Harry Potter, and she read it to us. So, 
But it's for children. Well, yeah. I, like, I'm sure she was so ecstatic about the fact it was for stu- children so she could read it to all of her classes. And then she yeah, really pushed for a- us to go to the movie so we could watch it. That's an amazing librarian. Well. Just saying. I mean, I don't disagree. <laughs> but I'm not sure everybody felt the same. What else did you want to mention? I think that's it. I think it's a I think it's something people should pick up if they especially if they like again, I can't tell you how much if like close to canon it is so if it's not and you hate it i'm sorry (laughs) but i think (laughs) i think it's a great origin story however i've never read any other origins of black canary other than watching arrow so to me it was great we had like two black canaries and a doppelganger canary yeah (laughs) so yeah yeah (laughs) i do though if you are a comic book fanatic i kind of want to know what your like if you read it what your thoughts are like did you enjoy it was it a good like a good piece to add to the dc universe was it something different for dinah what like I'm, i'm curious as to how it compares because like i said dc has a great way of doing their characters and their single shows or even just like a single set of things but when it comes to putting things together they're not the best and I don't want to turn this into like a Marvel versus DC thing but Marvel definitely has them beat when it comes to connecting everything like TV shows movies they're connected and then you even have some I know there's some comic book that has connectivity as well. So it's, you know, like they, they are trying, they're truly one universe. DC, you have the, the you have the Flash on the dang on TV show and now you have a new Flash coming for the movie. It's like, why you already had a good Flash. Why couldn't he be in the movie too? I think it has to do with maybe copyright issues. I don't know. Well, they all, they, I mean, they still own it, so... I don't, I don't know. I don't, like, you but they own CW. Isn't that why they changed Dinah's name to just Laurel? Even though in this, obviously her name is Dinah Laurel Lance. But in Arrow, like the show, they only used Laurel Lance because I don't think they were. No, they, they couldn't. I don't yeah. know why they did Laurel Lance. Like, I don't know if that is a version of um, the Black Canary or not. But they, they you know, after Laurel. Uh, well, I won't spoil it for anyone who hasn't seen it. But after that happened, they did bring in Dinah. Okay, so you know how we talked at the end of the book? I did find out that, well, I knew already, but in, this is the fifth book of the DC icons. Like I said, I ended up buying all the other ones and I will be reading them. And the other ones so far are, the, are Catwoman, Batman, Wonder Woman, and Superman. That's interesting. I'm looking forward to you telling me about them. Because I know a little bit more about Superman Superman? and you don't know more about Superman. And then I know (laughs) something about Batman, but I'm not not his biggest fan. You know, I'm the biggest fan of Superman. Well, that's not true. But I love Superman. Yeah, well, I mean, I think when it it comes to like a Superman versus Batman argument over here, we're both team Superman. 
Well, I'm team Superman no matter what. Like, no matter Even if I were to choose Thor from Marvel, I would choose Batman over him. I mean, not Batman, sorry. <laughs> Superman. Why? Superman is my favorite superhero. Why would you choose Superman over Thor? Because he's my favorite. You have an alien versus a god. Yeah. I didn't... Okay, look. I love Thor. You know how much I love him. I'm just saying... Superman is my favorite. You're saying you're I making love, bad choices. No, I just love his story. I love Superman's story. is my favorite. What story? That he came here, crashed on Earth, was raised mm-hmm. by Midwestern yes. parents? Yes. And developed powers later in life? Yes. And started saving humans. Yes. I mean, I guess. It's a generic story or whatever. <laughs> Genetic is like probably the one of the first ones. <laughs> Whatever. You can't hate like originals. I'm just saying it's not the best like superhero startup. Yes, he is. <laughs> I like I don't I definitely can't say I care for Batman because you know, bored billionaire vigilante. Yeah. Who lost his parents to murder. Yeah, that's why I can't get behind. Like, I like Oliver, but he wouldn't be my favorite either. Oliver is just hot because of uh, Stephen Amell. It has nothing to do with Oliver. <laughs> no. <that> <laughs> <laughs> I, say I, I would agree. Uh, without he him, did, I he would made know the character about Oliver Queen. Yeah, just, uh, if you talk Oliver Queen, I imagine Stephen Amell. Yeah. Pretty much. Like, <laughs> if you even, like, I can't, I know, I, okay, I, I am imagining the guy who played Green Arrow in Smallville, but no, he's not Green Arrow. Yeah, I barely recall his face. Barely. Yeah, I can recall his face. I can't, I just can't agree with it. No, no, <laughs> definitely Stephen Amell. Yeah. <laughs> okay, now that we we went on a whole tangent about superheroes. Superman is awesome. <laughs> and you're you. Okay, just one one last thing about Superman. I think I do think it's cuz I grew up watching Lois and Clark like in Lebanon as a child every Thursday. It's something like I would even sleep late for. I think that's why it's just Superman is just something I grew up with. That's a very specific memory of a TV show. Well, it was Friends and Superman. Those two TV shows I loved a lot that were in English. Lois and Clark is such an old show, though. My mom used to watch that show. I was in Lebanon in the 90s, Renee. I just say, my mom (laughs) used to love that show. And it was, from what I can recall, it was okay. It wasn't one that I watched a lot of, so I don't know. You were a child, I'm okay. I'm like two, three years younger than you. Oh, now you want to pretend you're not that much younger. I'm just than saying, anybody. like, it's not like you grew up in a whole different decade. I know. And then relax. It's less than two. Okay. Well, the point is, like, at that age, I could have been watching it, but it wasn't very interesting. I get it. But it was to me, like I said, it was. Two of the only, like, English shows I ever watched. Yeah, well, that makes sense. I would say you should watch the new CW show just so you can compare. Oh, I'm going to. I wonder when how you told it me, lines up. Because I was like, I'm reading Superman, and you're like, what, the TV show? I'm like, there's a TV show? Yeah, it's new. 
Yeah, I would definitely watch it. I'll give it a few more episodes to come out so I can binge it. Well, actually, I don't know when it came out. So I think it, like, I knew, but I think it's old. So one whole season. No, and well, maybe. I Like, I can't, this is post, not even post, but pandemic TV. So I don't know. I don't know anything about pandemic TV. Yeah, I don't know either. So I don't know how many episodes. I just know that. Is it canceled? <laughs> No, it's not. It has to take. It has to take over for Supergirl next next season. Supergirl's canceled. Yeah, they're ending it like they have an actual ending. This is the last season. Fine, I guess I'll catch up. Oh my god! All right. Okay, so let's let's rate the book, even though we kind of gave ratings. We did. Well, you liked it. It's a great book for kids. I mean, it could still have a three and I like it. I mean, yeah. So it's not like you're saying that it's five. I'm just saying, like, what number rating? We know you recommend it's it. not a three. I I'll g- I give it a four. Okay. What kept it yeah. from a five? I think uh, Oliver Queen could have been better. Better how? He's not Stephen Amell's character, and I just I thought Oliver Queen is always a playboy, and, oh, and it just wasn't. wasn't in this. Yeah, mm. yeah. Also, I just learned that the show is actually called Superman and Lois, and not Lois and Clark. So, oh wow! So she cheats on Clark with Superman. Well, I. Look, you ha- you haven't seen any of the actual crossover, so you don't know. What, what do you it- mean? I have only haven't seen the last season. So you've seen the other crossovers, like where he was there, and yeah, I saw one things. when he was there with Supergirl. Oh. They saved those. They saved something. Like, I don't have no idea how far you are, and I haven't actually seen the cross crossovers to tell you to tell you. Uh, where it's at like I know about them because I'm not like I'm okay with spoilers with TV shows that I'm oh not me that I'm slowly watching I'll get there eventually no um Jamil's watching it right now but I will catch up okay. it's fine I've been I just been reading a lot that's good I enjoy when you read yeah me right. too um so shrine is this making the shrine with it is it gonna make the shrine at a four rating I mean, obviously, I even bought the rest of the icons. Yeah, that's true. Even though it doesn't match. <laughs> but they're their own stories, and they're by different writers, so... No, but the other ones are perfectly aligned. It all matches together. Well, no, I don't... Smaller. <laughs> I don't mean the book cover, like, the book and the oh. cover. I just meant the stories will be different and written by different people, so they can yes. have a lower rating or something. Oh, huh, uh, I'm pretty sure... I'm pretty sure that will happen, yes. Or maybe better, because one of them, I... We'll see. I don't know. I've never read any of the books from these authors, but I know they're really well-known authors, so we'll see. Okay. Well, I think that's it for this episode. Yeah, thank you for listening. Yeah, and see you guys next time. See ya. Bye. Now that we wrapped up this episode, grab a book and make the rest of your week lit. You can find us on Instagram at Bookshrine or on Twitter at the book underscore shrine. Tell us what you think we should read next. If you enjoyed this week's episode, please leave a rating and review. It really helps us to keep going. Don't forget to subscribe so you know when we release the next episode. Until next time, Book Shrine is produced by Lolly and myself. Editing done by me. Theme music comes from Rick Wilson.
but I think it has copyright issues. That's why. Well, I really do believe that. Copyright with who? With names. Sony, probably. And the reason why I say Sony, but then again, Sony has Superman, and uh, not Superman, Spider-Man. So that's Marvel, not DC. So maybe it's not Sony. I know. But we blame everything on Sony, so. Wait, why do we blame Sony? <laughs> no, Sony no. does a lot of shady, shady stuff. I was like, don't group me with that. Sony, <laughs> if you're listening, I don't hate you. 